the Radio 1 91FM podcast. Right now, I'm joined by the OUSA academic representative. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, wrong mic. Say it again. Good morning. <laughs> How are we today? Good, good. Are you sure? Because I'm angry. Oh, you know, we have to balance it out a little bit. Now, I mean... In all probability, the Labour government, Labour's going to get back into power. That's how it's looking right now. You never know what's going to happen. We all saw the election in the United States a few years ago. Mm-hmm, Who mm-hmm. would have thought, you know? Yeah. 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 So, you know, stranger things have happened. Definitely. You know, um, but in all likelihood, Labour will be back in. Whether or not they'll be in a coalition with anyone, we don't know. But um, Labour's just announced its 2020 education policy. Uh, and the biggest news is what's being taken away, not what has been given for uh, tertiary students. In 2017, the party promised three years fees-free by 2024. Currently, first year is free. Now Labour uh, has confirmed they are not um, extending it to second and third years. This will have a huge impact on students, won't it? Huge. Absolutely. Yeah. And not just current students, but future students as well. Mm. That's right. Well, exactly, because it's 2024 mm. was when the third year was going to come in, and a lot of current students will be probably gone by then. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and postgrads will still be having to pay out of the back of their pockets. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, I know my student loan is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, uh, same, same. You're in yeah, good company. Yeah, ma'am, why can't they do first year retrospectively? I mean, <laughs> that was definitely something that was brought up in the discussion <laughs> when they announced it last time, right? Yeah, put it back to 1990, <laughs> all the way back to when you bought the fees in. Uh, that would be really good, but that would be a lot of money. Um, yeah, I mean, so it's not only is it going to impact the students that might have gone, hey man, I'm going to study, you know, I might not have gone to university, but I'm going to now because, um, you know, I may not have to pay. So there would have been, you know, students that came in and did their first year, it's free, and that's why they did it. And now they're looking down the barrel of a lot of debt that they might not have had. And we're living in times now where house prices are out of control. Um, you know, costs are ballooning all over the shop. Uh, and when you settle with that amount of debt, um, you're not going to get out of it for a long time. No, absolutely. I mean, like I was saying to you earlier, this is especially disappointing given it was the most sort of positively progressive policy we'd yeah. seen in the tertiary sector for a long time. Um, it would have been life-changing, to yes. be honest, yeah. um, to see it rolled out in its entirety. Um, but for them to renege on it... I mean, it just changes the whole issue of um, accessibility of a tertiary education, equity, um, Mm. and then in turn, like, what does that mean for our workforce? What does that mean for our working professionals? Like, you know, it's gonna it'll change the landscape of um, our future work workforce. And I, I mean, I no evidence to back this up, but I wouldn't say it's in a positive way. You know. Well, who's going to build the robots that take our jobs eventually, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just, it's massively disappointing. And I get that it's, you know, difficult times. It's, um, you know, the government's under a lot of pressure when it comes to a lot of things. But, you know, this was a promise made in 2017. Um, and we're living in 2020 and help in the tertiary sector would have been appreciated now more than ever, you know? That's right. That's right. But this, like you said, this is unprecedented times. COVID has had a huge impact on the economy. We've just seen a 12% decline in GDP numbers. Uh, we're in recession now. Well, we're not in recession. It needs to be two, mm. conse- two consecutive quarters or three consecutive, one or the other. Um, you know, and we're all taking a hit here. Um, so isn't it understandable that they've had to pull back on some particular, uh, some, some policies that aren't exactly firing the economy up? 
I mean, that seems too simple to say because I'd say, like, invest in our future. Mm-hmm. Look to the long term. You're going to have all of these school leavers who, you know, they're not going to be heading off on a gap year and seeing the world and growing themselves. That's not a realistic possibility at the moment. They're going to be, you know, looking for a job or, you know, going to uni or entering a trade and, you know, incentivizing people to get that tertiary education instead of just sitting at home. Mm-hmm. That's what we want to see, you know. Think about where that'll, what that'll mean in even three years' time. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, definitely unprecedented times, but university's a pretty good place to be amongst those times. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What about postgrads? You know, they've reneged on that one as well. They were, they said they were going to give postgrads a student allowance. Now they're not. Postgrads are generally student. A lot of majority, vast majority of postgrad students also work. A lot of them would have lost their jobs. Now they're probably sitting there going, I can't afford to be a postgrad. Mm. And now when you're talking about the workforce, postgrad students are those ones that get the high qualifications to go into those specialist jobs right and so if we lose out on those students doing that work who's going to do it mm. i mean you you you're preaching to the choir i'm a postgrad student myself and so i definitely um feel that disappointment that i'm sure so many other postgrads do um i think that what we're seeing is a sort of case of disappointed but not surprised from mm-hmm. um the course of you know this government um uh, <laughs> yeah well that's, you know yeah. I mean, it's just like we've been lobbying across, you know, New Zealand, all the different student associations, and it's just been met with resistance at every step. And so it's not surprising, but it is disappointing. Yeah, what is OUSA saying on this? Bring back the postgrad allowance, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, yeah, we've, we've been having a lot of discussion about this, and I think just the whole sentiment is just absolutely like, what is there out there for tertiary students? Where are those supports? What is the government doing to mm-hmm. help us? And I think um, it's interesting, especially given that, you know, both Chris Hipkins and Jacinda have their roots in student association politics back in the day. Uh, yeah, and Grant Robinson. And, you know, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, who, uh, let's not forget about the former president of the USA. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but that makes it even more disappointing because you're seeing, what is it, as soon as they ascend into proper adulthood, they forget the their roots of student activism and why these things are so important. Maybe they're just seeing the big picture now. The big picture starts somewhere. <laughs> That's right. It's got to start with the small picture. Absolutely. One line, one little brush stroke, right? That's right. And not a lot of money. <laughs> so, I mean, now it's going back to pushing for it again. Mm. All these gains that were made have now vanished into thin air so we're back, um, you know, tying our bootlaces and pushing for it. So what, what, what do you think we're going to see from the student populace for this? I mean, are we seeing enough outcry now? Because I'm not really hearing much from, from the people on the streets. Are we going to march again? I, 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 I have thought about this. I wonder if there's a sense of fatigue at this yeah. point. Yeah. I think someone said it really well the other day. There's only so long you can shout and scream and draw attention to yourself before you lose your voice. Yeah. And that's when it's important for, you know, to have a bit of a rest and recover or to have somebody else step into those shoes and um, start the screaming for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so I think it is a bit of a time to sort of look at how things have gone, where progress has been made, where we've been successful in getting a little, you know, taking that inch. Yeah. Um, and really going back to the drawing board, 
we, yeah, we don't, and we really don't. There's not much of an alternative when we look at other pol- parties' policies, um, and to the point where where is the policy? I know, <laughs> I know. Um, it's an interesting one, and I suppose that yeah, the government's just kind of indicated that that's not where their priority lies for this. Um, for this election. For this election. So, yeah. do, I mean, do you, do you because they have because they signalled it in the past, and obviously they've taken it away, and we're in these times, and maybe there's an excuse for that. Uh, does it make it right? No. Um, you know, do you stick with? I mean, I don't. I always say it's not backing anybody, but do you know? Do you stick with the Labour government in, in the hopes that they'll push it through when we're in, in uh, easier times economically? I mean, I'm not going to let them get complacent and. Yeah thinking that you know they have the support of students when yeah. they make promises to only take them away you know it doesn't you know want to see those actions align with words align with actions so yeah. and so i mean it's hard to say without a covid world existing around us what we would have been saying yeah that's right that's and right. so i feel like there is a little bit of you know maybe this would be a different conversation and we'd be a lot more angry in another world but i think that um the doom and gloom of COVID has definitely shaped this. All right. Well, um, yes, the ballot box is not far away. Mm. So, you know, vote with your conscience. Um, go with who you think is, is best for you personally and um, and best, well, not for you personally, but best for your community, really. Um, but don't let, even if you continue to support the Labour government and you think they're the best in a bad situation, don't forget to let them know how you actually feel. Mm. You know, just because you're giving them their vote doesn't mean you have to be satisfied with them. Absolutely. There's always more work to be done. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, you know, there's always more... Um, we always need people to be vocal. Yeah. So definitely would, it, would echo those comments. Pull your backs, your bootstraps up, yep. get out there and let them know. All right, uh, we'll have to leave it there. Thank you so much for coming in today, OUSA Academic Representative. Thanks very much for having me. <laughs> you are more than welcome. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.